0: Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am your host, Stephanie J., and I am so excited about another opportunity just to speak with you today. If you've listened to any of my episodes, you will probably notice right away that I've uh, sort of gotten a little off path with my normal intro, but I just decided to put my little notes aside and just come straight from the heart today. I am going to be talking again about the Adam syndrome, looking at Genesis chapters one through three, primarily focusing on the third chapter. And this will probably end this particular topic before i move on so i just really want to go ahead and dive in because anyone who does any type of talking um radio broadcasting podcasting if you're uh giving a speech or a sermon on a you know on any given topic especially i say for me one that you're passionate about you start talking and that time seems like you know you just have enough time to say and get your thoughts out and you know every time I look at the clock when I when I start talking sometimes I say well maybe I'll cut it down I'll just do 20 or 30 minutes and before you know it I'm looking at the timer and my time is just running down and so um this time i just really really want to go ahead and jump into it so that i can finish because i I have this thing about leaving things unfinished and and a lot of times you know i'll finish and i say, oh wow i didn't talk about that or i wanted to say this and i i mentioned this before i do not write these episodes down i do not i i have a thought in mind i go through certain scriptures I may be listening to or reading something and it may give me an idea and maybe I'll open up my folder and I'll write down a title or a topic idea. And I have an idea of what I want to say, but I do not sit and write out what I'm saying. I'm just flowing with it. You know, what's in me, it's just going to come out. And so, um, a lot of times if I do go back and I listen which I, I really haven't been doing that lately, but I'll hear something to say, oh, wow, I should have said, or I would. So anyway, I just want to give myself that freedom and that time today. And hopefully if you haven't you know, heard the other episodes, then you'll go back and listen to them. And hopefully um, these episodes will be a blessing to you. You can always go back and listen to some of my earlier podcasts and You know, I just appreciate the support, the listenership. Um, It does feel good when you go back and you look at your analytics and statistics. I do it on SoundCloud, you know, music wise and stuff and see that somebody's listening, even if it's not a very large audience, especially when you're starting out. For me personally, it just feels good to know that all of your labor whatever you have gone through because nobody really knows on the other side of the microphone what a person has to go through to even get in this position. I'm finding now signing on with Anchor that podcasting is a lot easier than what I had previously read and thought, but I went through a lot to be able to set up these podcasts and I still have some glitches and I still Still have some things that I'm trying to work out. I was looking through my receipts the other day and I see receipts for equipment that I bought and sent back and testing out microphones and headphones and, you know, it's it's a work. So it is very much appreciated when someone appreciates what you are taking time to do. So I really do appreciate you today, whoever you are. And, and let me say a prayer. I don't often do this, but let me just say a prayer today for my listeners. I wish Christian was here. Um, he's doing something. He's making a, a Lego movie, uh, right now that's that's his passion. He likes making movies. I mentioned before I bought him a video, a Lego movie maker for Christmas. And so he has a lot of fun making videos. He has a desire to be a movie producer one day. So we'll see, but let me just say a prayer. And then we're going to go right back to Genesis chapter three and talk a little bit more about Adam. I left off, I believe in the 18th, uh, verse, so 18 for the 19th. So anyway, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless you for this day because this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank you for being such a loving God, uh, a loving creator. You so provided for us. You so made sure that we had what we needed. Everything was in place. And yes, as we're looking at the story, we understand that sometimes we make choices and we make decisions sometimes we have gone on the wrong path followed the wrong voice followed the wrong information and today we repent and we ask for forgiveness help us in this walk i pray for all of my listeners every family member everyone that they are connected to i pray right now your multitude of a blessings of abundance Upon their lives, Father, I pray that those who do not know you in the pardon of their sins, they will come to know you. They will come into the knowledge of the truth that Jesus Christ is the way. Father, whatever they're facing right now, whatever they're dealing with, even the situations that seem insurmountable, I ask right now that you would give them the strength, give them the fortitude, oh God, to go on just a little further. I pray for help angelic help, divine intervention. I pray, Oh God, that you will put people on their path to give them what they need in any given situation. And it is you and you alone who deserves all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Use my lips. Oh God, the words that come forth, let them be of you. You know what each and every person needs to hear. So I commit it to you. I I give it over to you. Oh God, these are seeds that I am planting. Your word says some plant, some water, but God gives the increase. And I ask that you would increase this for your kingdom, for your glory in Jesus mighty name. Amen. So let's pick up here. After verse 17, We see that God spoke unto Adam and I mentioned that many people have written and they say that God cursed Adam and Eve, but I said that I don't see it that way. I see where they reap the consequences. In fact, uh, Galatians chapter, I want to say five verse six, five, six, and seven says, be not deceived. God is not mocked whatsoever a man sows that shall he also reap So there are consequences in place. And we know that laws are set in place. And even people teach the laws of attraction. And I'm not talking all of the mysticism and using the laws of attraction just to get things, but there are laws in place that we just cannot get away from. You know, they say what goes up must come down. The laws of gravity are, are in place. You know, if you go I'm looking across at the house across from me, if I take a ladder and I climb up on top of that person's roof, first of all they're going to be looking like what is this crazy woman doing? It's definitely going to get some attention, but if I were silly enough to do that and its our roofs are on a slope. <laughs> so, um if I climb up there and I stand up there and I say I'm going to jump off of this roof, well, I'm not going to go up. I'm not going to float away. I'm going to go down and it is not going to end very well for me. That is the law of gravity in place. I'm going down. Okay. So there are laws in place. It's what makes the universe work. The Bible tells us even in the book of Genesis, a lot of people dispute this, but it says God created the heavens and the earth. God created everything. And he spoke. It continuously says in the book of Genesis chapter one, and God said, and God said, and God said, and God said that there be light. And God said this, and God said, let the lights divide, let the firmaments be. So he spoke everything in existence and is still being held in place. Those laws are in place. So you reap what you sow. Adam and Eve knew the commandments of God. He told Adam, don't touch it. Uh, Don't, don't eat of it. I keep saying that, but it's Eve. Don't touch it, Adam. And Adam had to convey it to Eve because the Bible says God created her. And after he created her from Adam's rib, it says he brought her to the man. And so Adam was the one to instruct Eve. And he said, look, he said don't eat it but i'm telling you woman don't even touch it and and i i just can't understand why the story still went down the way that it did you commanded her don't eat it don't touch it but yet when the serpent came in you allowed her adam to partake of the fruit or whatever was on that tree because it doesn't even really tell us it was fruit but it says the tree of uh the tree of good and Uh, knowledge why am I getting uh, tongue-tied here um so because they disobeyed now they're in a situation how many times have we been there I've been there more times than I even want to think about or remember but thank God for his grace his mercy thank God for the blood of Jesus thank God for the cross thank God for redemption Thank God that he paid the price because Romans said all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But thank God he made a way. And, 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 uh, verse 15 in chapter three, he talks about, you know, I will put enmity between thee and the woman to the serpent and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head. And, and I think I reversed that the last time I said, uh, satan bruised you know he bruised jesus hill on the cross and jesus bruised his head so he crushed the head of the enemy and so we can walk in that victory today if we choose to we don't have to live where adam and leave eve left off. <laughs> adam and leave I, i'm a little sleepy i'm gonna be honest about that i haven't gotten much rest these last few days and i've been doing a lot of running in and out but i'm i'm good i'm gonna make it through this but you know we don't have to stay where adam and eve were because jesus came and he corrected it he he gave his life so that we wouldn't have to live under this so um he said to adam because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife in 17 and and has eaten of the tree So he did say the fruit of the tree of which I commanded thee saying, thou shalt not eat of it. So he's saying, I told you, how many times do we do that with our children? Okay, I told you that was going to happen. You should have listened to me. So what what happens? And a lot of times we don't want to, especially when we love our children, mothers, you know how we can be. We don't want our children to find out the hard way, the way that we did. So sometimes we get a little creative and, and we try our best to keep them from experiencing pain but how many of you know sometimes pain is good because you need to learn that lesson and if that's the only way that you can get it and this that's the only way it will come across then so be it hopefully you take the lesson and you learn from it and so the bible says cursed is the ground for thy sake in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life long hours at the job going out here in the heat and the sun, working, building houses, all, all of that was provided. They were in paradise, in the garden of Eden. They had everything, but God is saying, now we're gonna flip the script because you chose, you chose Adam, you chose to allow this to go down when I commanded you. You don't see anywhere in this word where God says this to Eve. She had her consequences. She had her cross to bear in verse 16, that was pain and and sorrow being multiplied. He didn't say anything to her because you did this. No, he said to Adam, get that today. Somebody catch that, grab hold of it, and then quote it right. Adam was the responsible party because God gave him the command. God is always going to hold you at a higher standard, men, because he created you first. He gave you dominion and then he brought you the woman. So when it all goes down, he's going to say, yeah, 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 I hear you. Yes, it was the woman. She's going to have her consequences, but you oh man i told you you know that i called you to be the priest of your home you know that i told you to come out of darkness into the marvelous light you know that i called you and i commissioned you you know that i gave you a job to do but yet you chose to listen and a lot of times i'm speaking from the point of marriage let's just have a moment of honesty here women a lot of times It is not even us that our spouses listen to because sometimes they just feel like, you know, I don't want to hear what you have to say right now. Even they're going to listen to themselves. Sometimes they listen to their bosses. Sometimes they listen to other men give them instructions. I like one thing about Tony Evans. I'm sitting here looking at a book that I have. We have been supporters of Tony Evans' ministry for years. And actually it was my husband. That really took to Tony Evans and I'm talking, uh, 12, 11, 12 years ago, he really started listening to him on the radios. Um, some other ones were like David Jeremiah. We used to listen to Jensen Franklin and things when they would come on the radio. We listen sometimes in the morning and sometimes in the evening. My husband really, really took to Tony Evans. So we ordered a lot of his different CD series. And so I'm looking at um, Kingdom Stewardship. I ordered that. My husband and my son both have a Kingdom Man and they have the books. And we've gotten some of his teachings on angels and, you know, a lot of his stuff on family life and prayer and things of that. So my husband really had a lot of respect for Tony Evans and he teaches a lot about marriage now I'm not going to sit here and say that I agree with everything I this is just me I do not agree with everything that I hear taught from anyone and and no one has to agree with everything that I say I would never try to maliciously or intentionally mislead anyone in any situation that is just me but i always tell people get your bible and read along pray about it see what god has to say about it that's that's who i go to that's the standard that i'm being held to and whether you know it or not you're being held to that standard so if god says in his word man i am charging you and i am commissioning you with the responsibility he told adam you're gonna you're gonna by the sweat of your brow you're going to eat so if he's giving you that responsibility hey that's between you and god if he tells you you know and then you you have to understand too you are the ones who are making the choices and the the decisions you know with my husband i didn't pursue him he pursued me you even told me several months after our relationship and yes i'm going to make sure he hears this podcast to remind him you pursued me. He told me months later, um, I prayed for you one night. He said, I never even really thought about getting married before, really didn't see a need to, but you know, he was in his 40s when we met and I was in my 30s and he was already ready to settle down. And so he felt like I was the one and he talked to God about it one night and said, look, I know to be with your daughter, I have to do certain things or not that was between him and god but he wanted me you made that choice you wanted to be a husband so that comes with a responsibility and i am not the one and women are not the one we don't write these rules god has commanded the way things should go in his word uh in the new testament it's not just the old testament in the new testament i believe in corinthians and it talks about in Ephesians. the, the order is Christ is the head of man, man is the head of woman, and then children come under that. Uh It talks about servants and all of that. And it's not uh the man is the head of woman in a sense of, I'm just going to lord and rule over you and you do what I say and you cook my dinner and you wash my clothes and you stay home with the kids. No, 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 no. That's man's version of this tale. That is not. What God had in mind, he made us to be co-laborers in this thing with him and then with each other. We were supposed to be two flesh becoming one. I'm looking, my eyes just fell on it. In Genesis 1 and uh, 24, Adam says, therefore shall a man leave his father. This is after he named Eve and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife what does it mean to cleave it means to come together to be glued together it means that there should be no closer relationship on the face of this earth outside of god he should be the head he should be the center but human physical relationships There should be no one closer to you than your spouse. So I I went all the way around the world to say a lot of times it's not even us they're listening to. Someone else will pass ideas. And then you better be careful. Adam and Eve, Samson and Delilah, there are other forces. There are other people and 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 things and tactics that the enemy will use to get into your home just like the the serpent came into the garden and he so subtly came to the woman well there's still people being used by the devil today don't you get it twisted don't you be deceived that person on that job that you think is so cool that that guy who's having problems in his relationship Adam who who may be envious of you or your relationship uh the people around you that don't like to see because see, it's all the enemy any way you look at it but I'm talking realistically because we deal with humans the Bible says in Ephesians we're not wrestling with flesh and blood so there is a spirit of Antichrist, which just means against Christ. Satan hates the family. He hates anything that bears the image of God. He's going to come in. He is a murderer. He is a liar. He is coming in only for three reasons. To steal, kill, and destroy is what John 10 and 10 says. So you better beware, Adam, of all the people. I tell my husband this all the time. We've had problems in our relationship because of family members and people not on my end people on his end that have tried to advise him people that are divorced people that are not happy people that can't find a mate can't find a spouse even to this day 13 years later somehow you know god has really stepped in and and really has done some things in our marriage through the years because it was just a wreck and i was ready and and just ready a moment of honesty if he was here right now he'd be nodding whether he likes me saying it or not (laughs) but i'm just saying i was ready to throw in a towel and he was saying no we're going to be like my parents we're going to hang in here i don't care what we have to go through we're going to make it i did not he tells me all the time i did not get married to not be married if that was the case i would not have gotten married so he Fights for our marriage he does and so yeah we go through like any other married couple it is not perfect it is not always the way we want or the way things seem but it takes work and god knew that and he knew what we would come against so adam stop listening stop you better realize that delilah is still around you better realize and understand that satan still works through delilah today i always try to advise women when i can and some women have gotten offended but it's the truth anyhow you better learn how to listen you better learn how to ask for his advice you better learn how to communicate with your husband find out things that he likes or he doesn't like it. And, and I'm not saying we're, we're going to get it perfect because we get in our moods. We get in our feelings. We have emotions. We have things. We have hurts. We have uh, things that are very, we deal with the kids. We work. We do all kinds of things, be it in the house. I, we go through our stuff. But what I'm saying, Eve, what I'm saying, you better realize that the enemy is lurking and he wants to destroy our marriages. He wants to destroy our homes. He does not want to see God being glorified in anything, especially in a heterosexual marriage. He does not want to see this thing come to pass. And so he's doing everything he possibly can. You better close your voice. You better read through the Proverbs, Adam, and see how many times the Bible warns against the adulterous woman, the adulteress who hunts for precious life. The Bible says he knows not that the her 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 ways go to the the the, uh, the, the I can't even think the the ways of hell. Uh, he he does not know that the dead are there. Satan is setting you up. It might look good, but is it really worth the price that you're going to have to pay? The snare that you're going to receive in your soul, the Bible says adulterers and whoremongers, God will judge in revelation. You understand today, if you don't hear it anywhere else, you're going to be judged for what you do here. Understand, Satan is taking men out left and right. He's taking the fathers out of the home. He wants our children to grow up confused, single parent households, and we fight with all types of things. And Some of it is generational, but understand that Jesus came to set us free. Free. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law, but that doesn't mean it's a magic wand and it's just going to happen. We need to understand today that there is work to do on our behalf. And it is time like never before for spouses to come together. Let's talk about it. Let's work it out let's get it right i was listening as i went to bed last night to g craig lewis i like to listen to him sometimes i haven't heard him in, in a few weeks now and i put on the wrong sermon to try to lay down and get some sleep to because he had me cracking up in here i was laughing so hard i almost turned it off but i just went on and listened it was something called the the wrong savior and um it was on youtube And he was talking in there about how he doesn't understand how men are walking around in their feelings how women uh email him and they're telling him you know my husband won't talk to me my husband won't communicate he gets angry he says seriously he said women and men walking around on cycles he said how does that work with nobody talking everybody in their feelings come on he said somebody he said man you better talk he said I'm going to talk in my house. I don't care if I have to talk through tears. I don't have I don't care what we have to do. We need to talk. We need to to work things out. We need to work this stuff out. That is our responsibility and Adam, you are the one with the charge from God to lead the way. It tells you in the word that you are supposed to be raising your children. It is not just a woman's job and I I forgot what I was going to say. Tony Evans I started talking about, you know, the ministry and things like that, but he always says, you know, husbands, if things are going awry in your marriage, it's you guys going to look at, you have the responsibility, you need to make it right. You need to dwell with your wife with understanding. He talks a lot about parenting and children. He said, I know society says that women or to raise the children, women leave the workplace. But the Bible says for men to bring up the children and the n- fathers, teach your children, bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. It is the man's role in the home to lead, especially our boys. They need to see an image of God. They need to see you walking upright. They need to see you saying no to drugs, to porn, and all of these traps and vices. They need to see, they don't need to just hear it It, it's time out for the old days not just don't you know don't do as i do do as i say that's not working anymore in fact it wasn't working then because how much did we still continue to do it is high time and my time is running out i am not going to do another episode on this i'm going to let it go right here but i'm saying to you adam As the Bible says, in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. For out of it thou wast taken, for thus thou art, and unto thus shalt thou return. Understand today, Adam, that day is coming. You will see that day where you will return to the dust and you will meet your maker. You want to be able to stand before him and give an account of you doing what he called and created you to do you want to i'm sure here well done my good and faithful servant enter you into my rest i'm quite sure you don't want to hear depart from me ye who worked iniquity i never knew you so i'm begging you today adam And Eve, we need to come alongside of our husbands and pray for them and help them and lift them up. And no, I am not saying it's easy, but we have the formula right here in the Word of God. Let's return, let's repent, let's make it right, and let's pick it up from right here and move on. Let's do what we have to do in the name of Jesus. I pray over your marriage. Blessings.